You're listening to A Sunday Kind of Love, a podcast best listened to on a cozy Sunday afternoon, curated with love and deep intention, sessions to expand and pull you closer to who you are and what you deeply crave. It's time to live a life that is meaningful, full of purpose, and feels just right. It's up to us. It's up to us. Hello and welcome back to the show. I'm so grateful to have you here. It's funny, when I first envisioned this podcast, I really envisioned it as something that my guests would listen to on a a lazy Sunday afternoon, a cozy Sunday afternoon at home. And as these episodes appear every week, it's interesting to see them morph a little bit, transform a little bit. The vision changes. And I now really feel it's a podcast to listen to on a Sunday evening at home with your candles lit. But wherever you're listening, whatever time you're listening, I just hope it's sacred to you. I'm all about bringing intention in. And I'm all about creating that sacred space to really experience. And tonight's beautiful topic is all about one of the best things in life. It's about sleep. Sleep rituals, setting intentions to wind down at the end of each day. The definition of sleep. It's a condition of body and mind, such as that which typically recurs for several hours every night, in which the nervous system is relatively inactive. The eyes are closed. The postural muscles relaxed. And the consciousness practically suspended. The definition of rest. To seize work or movement in order to relax refresh oneself or recover strength. Sounds good to me. So sleep, it's so important. Sleep is where our bodies heal and repair. Sleep helps our performance, our mood, the way we see life. It helps our relationships. It really affects everything. If our energy is low and our mood is down, it's good to really notice what is my sleep wellness? What is the quality of my sleep? Am I getting enough sleep? Am I going deep enough? Am I experiencing those 
sleep cycles that are so very important? Am I getting the REM sleep, the rapid eye movement sleep? Am I setting myself up to really get that recharge that I'm seeking, that I so well deserve? So let's rate your sleep wellness. You don't really need to write this out. I just want you to check in with yourself and see, okay, where am I in this category? That way you can see, you can maybe open your mind up to some things that you may be able to incorporate in. So the first question I have for you to think about on a scale of 1 to 10, how rested do you typically feel most mornings? My next question, do you sleep best when you are away at a hotel or do you sleep best when you're in your home, in your bedroom, in your bed? And then my last question for now is try your best to think back to one of your best sleeps or where you sleep the best. Write out all of the details. What are the sounds? Are there sounds? Is it silence? One of my favorite sounds is either the crickets outside in the summer on a summer's night of course, rain. I just love sleeping to rain. And one of my favorites is at our a cottage we used to have, there were a lot of frogs. And you wouldn't really see the frogs, but at night, that was the best. Like, to hear the frogs, the sound of the frogs at night with the screen open. Even if I had to work early in the morning, I would drive to the cottage to experience that, to fall asleep to those sounds of nature. I really, ex I loved that, the sound of the country. So what are some of those sounds that help you sleep? Meditation is a state often defined as deep, dreamless sleep awake. But in the same way that you cannot sleep on demand, you cannot meditate on demand. That is, you can't reach the state instantly in the same way that you raise your right hand. The practices preceding meditation are relaxation, stillness, and mental focus. Those are all things you can do. They are the preparation 
then if you, the circumstances are right, you can transition from the waking to the meditative state. Stillness, relaxation, and mental focus. So I found that on the internet, unfortunately, I don't know who quoted that, but I really, I just love how they compare that you can't just sleep and you can't just meditate. If you tap into the ritual and make it sacred by incorporating relaxation and stillness and a focus on the intention, you, you go so much deeper, right? Like Dalai Lama says, sleep is the best meditation. So it all boils down to intention. We set intentions to achieve certain results. We create routines in our lives. Nighttime routines, morning routines. We set up our lives in a way that intentions are met with ease and enjoyment. You enjoy the journey as well as the destination. Like the desire map, Danielle Laporte, she says, creating goals with soul. You're setting your life up in a way that what you want to achieve. So in today's topic, it's deep rest, deep sleep. We're setting our life up in a way that our life naturally supports that. It's not hard. So how are we going to do that today? I've divided it into different compartments, different cozy compartments here that we'll talk about. The first key to comfort is improving your sleep environment. The second we'll talk about is your winding down practices. And the third is just some tips that I've found that can really help with getting a nice deep sleep. All right, so if you don't mind, we're going to start with improving our sleep environment. So is your bedroom your sanctuary right now? If it's not, no problem. You can get there and quite easily with what you have right now. I love to encourage soft colors in the bedroom. So if you do have paint at home and you really feel you need to paint your walls a white or a soft color, you can do that, but you really don't need to do that. The biggest thing, as I've talked about before with creating sacred space at home, is really removing anything that does not serve you right now. Anything that does not serve the bedroom and sleep and whatever else you're doing in the bedroom. Anything that doesn't serve that, we're going to remove that. So take it out of your room. We're going to start with a clean and clutter-free bedroom. Because you deserve it. So once your room is clean and clutter-free, how can you add another level of luxury in? I have a few recommendations. So I had asked you earlier, do you sleep better in a hotel or your own room? 
if you answered that you sleep better in a hotel, I gotta say, we spend a third of our lives in bed, first of all. And secondly, you can actually purchase um, everything that hotels are set up with. So some hotels you can purchase directly through them. And other hotels, it's all listed online. There's a source list of every pillow that each hotel uses, the duvets they use, the sheet sets they use. So all of that can be yours. Yes, you may need to save a little bit. Maybe you put it on your vision board of something that you do want, that you want to work for and towards. Because, I mean, I think all of this time at home, we're seeing what we missed and what we didn't miss. So maybe the things that you did before that you don't miss, the things you spent money on, maybe you can now... Um, you know, start prioritizing what you want to spend money on. And I recommend a lovely bed. So Weston, they have that slogan and it says heavenly beds. That will get me there. That's for sure. So can you up level your bed? Um, can you create a bed that works for both lying down and sitting? So either a headboard or some nice pillows to be propped up on. Just really create that. Have your bedside nightstands totally, you know, spacious. Have your lamp. Have your alarm clock if you have one. Have maybe a little tray for your jewelry if you take off your rings at night or your earrings. Have your massage oil, your body oil. Just what you use. Like there's no need to have a bunch of junk there. You'll really feel the difference just taking the junk away. And another thing, of course, I'm talking about essential oils. I know I talk about them so often, but they really do impact a space. You walk in and it does calm your nervous system. Like, So find an oil that you can dedicate to your bedroom, to what you want to do in that space. So research, find, test, like smell different oils, research oils that really are great for sleepy time and have that as your anchor in your diffuser each night. And back to the pillows, you know, it's good to keep in mind to replace your pillows quite often because they do wear out. So just all of those things to keep in mind. And what temperature is your bedroom? I recommend a nice cool temperature in your room with extra blankets if you need, but our bodies like to sleep in a cool space. It's proven. So the second key to comfort I'll talk about next is your wind down routine. And that's a really nice time. It's that gap between life and sleep. And so many people don't fully experience that. It's just forgotten. So it's up to us to create these new habits that support us. And winding down really does prepare you for a deeper rest, a deeper sleep. And it's super enjoyable. 
So it's Sunday, probably as you're listening, maybe you could even just start with a Sunday evening routine where, okay, maybe throughout the week, my winding down routine isn't as structured as I'd like it to be. But maybe if you dedicate one night a week to experiencing that gap between life and sleep. Some of the things I do in my Sunday evening routine, I like to get my things in order for the week. Before bed, I love to ensure my home is serene and calm. So anything we've used that day is put back on most nights. Like, I mean, you don't need to be too strict about it, but it's a nice thing to try to do. And maybe a brain dump for the next day. So anything that I'm worried about, anything like say I need to pick an outfit for something big I have going on the next day. Instead of having that on my mind when I sleep, I can get up and pick my outfit, have it all together, everything from the socks I'll be wearing to the earrings I'll be wearing. I don't need that taking up mental space as I'm trying to sleep. Also keeping a pen and paper by my bed so that I can brain dump anything that is on my mind. Like if I'm thinking of something that I need to do, I can have that written down. So some people call it a worry list. Whatever is looping in your brain, you can just get it out so that your brain will let you fall asleep. It won't make you keep holding on to all of those thoughts that are replaying. You can look at a calendar, tend to your plants, just get set up for the week. So just like setting up for your sleep environment, we're also setting up our space. So each of the rooms we use for winding down, I want you to take your intention into that space. So we're going to do that for where we're getting ready to wind down as well. And that starts with the bathroom. We're starting our Sunday night routine. Firstly, find nice, comfortable loungewear, luxury loungewear, as I like to call it. And that is simply something that feels high quality to you, feels luxurious to you, and gets you feeling comfortable. So it could be silk pajama pants. It could be a nice, soft t-shirt. It could be a bathrobe slippers, whatever helps you ease into nighttime. And then you're going to go into your bathroom. And I really encourage you to keep all of your products beautifully set up for your sleep routine. So nothing excess in the bathroom, just have what you use. So for your morning practice and your evening practice, just what you use. So my Typical evening practice involves washing my face, brushing my teeth, applying like some rose water or some toner on my face and some moisturizer and very similar in the morning. So have all of those products that you use and nothing else right there so that it is, it feels like a ritual. It feels luxurious. You're taking care of your space. You're taking care of your belongings. And then you can also have your luxurious bath treats as well in another shelf if you have the space. So again, nothing excess, 
just what you use, just what you love. So mine, I'm just going to give my examples. I have my Epsom salts. Um, I have my body oil. I have my dry brush that I use. I have a lighter or matches for my candles. Um, I have my Palo Santo stick for when I'm having my bath. Just all of those things. I have like a homemade face mask I made. I have a exfoliator scrub that I made. Um, so those are things that you would use on maybe your Sunday night ritual. But what I'm pointing out here is everything is in its space. So it's just easy, right? It's easy. It doesn't feel like work. It just feels lovely. So after you've done the whole luxurious bathroom routine, maybe a hot beverage next in your bed or a snack, a light snack, a turmeric latte to improve your mood, to help with depression, lower anxiety, a chamomile tea, valerian tea for unwinding and feeling calm. I love apple cider vinegar, hot water, and honey. It's something my mom used to make for me when I'd have a cold and I couldn't sleep. And for some reason, that really soothes me at night. Cherry juice is really great for unwinding and feeling sleepy. Or you could simply just have a carafe of water on your bedside table so that you know that you your thirst can be quenched in the middle of the night. I love um, just simply sipping on hot water as I'm reading before bed. It's one of my favorites. So yeah, add a calming cup with your bedtime ritual. It will really help you relax. What other practices can you incorporate before bed? Maybe moisturizing your whole body with coconut oil. Or perhaps a light snack under the covers, set up on a beautiful tray, just like room service in a hotel. I know they say not to eat before bed, but it's okay to break the rules sometimes. Whatever helps you wind down. So when you go to sleep, do you hit the bed completely and fall asleep or do you need time to wind down, relax the body and mind? Self-care is a divine priority. That's one of my favorite quotes by Danielle Laporte. It truly is. And prioritizing good sleep is good self-love. Another quote by Danielle Laporte. There's nothing worse than clock watching at night. I've been there. It's not good. <laughs> so here are some of the tips that I've found. I hope that some of these truly, truly help. I hope it helps you shut your mind off. Because rest, rejuvenation, you heal when you sleep. Put away electronics and unplug Wi-Fi. I just started doing this this week. 
You can put your phone on airplane mode or do not disturb. Or you can just maybe put your cell phone down the hallway so it's not right in your space. Whatever works, whatever you feel safe and comfortable with. And it's a habit we all have, like most of us, myself for sure, looking at my phone in my bed. Do you have that habit? I know it doesn't do anything for us. It really doesn't. On those nights that I disconnect from my electronics before bed, I always have a really great sleep. So that's really a goal that I'd love to incorporate into my world. Bright lights are no good. White lights, blue lights, all of this affects melatonin. Our exposure to that, it affects how quickly we fall asleep. And our bodies are very, very sensitive to light. So in my room, I have blackout curtains. I have my eye mask that I mentioned earlier. I've heard of other people who are affected by like even just the light of a TV, which I am. I don't currently have a television in my room, but if you do, you can put black tape on top of those lights. I do struggle with the glow of an alarm clock, so I tried trading in my cell phone for an alarm clock recently, and then it didn't work out because the bright light of the alarm clock, even when I turned it from facing me to facing the wall, I could still see the glow. Like I am very sensitive to light. So I actually found out about an amazing alarm clock. I wrote it down. Let me just see. It's called the Philips wake up light. So it has a setting on it that you can turn like the clock itself you can turn down the the light on that which is awesome for people like me so you're not seeing the time blaring in red <laughs> when you're trying to sleep but another amazing thing about it is the Philips wake up light it's like light therapy it wakes you up gently with a soft glow. It mimics the sunlight. So it's really great for your circadian rhythm. So if you're sleeping with blackout curtains, one thing you might miss is being awoken by the sun, right? But what this clock does is it mimics the sunshine. So it mimics the brightness of dawn, of when the sun's coming up. So I'm definitely going to purchase one of those. I can let you know how it goes. But uh, I think that's a great idea because alarm clocks, they can be so intense. Oh my gosh, the alarm clock on my iPhone, the beep of it is just crazy. But you can also adjust that too, of course. You can put your favorite song to wake up to. I tried that too, and I found myself just sleeping in bed listening to my favorite song in the morning. Uh, so we just need to find what works best for us. But yes, definitely a dark room, blackout curtains, removing as many electronics as we can. Really, it helps. And so when you are decreasing that blue light that we're so used to, in your unwinding at night, you can trade that in for writing. You can write out maybe what you're grateful for for the day. 
or you can write about something cool that happened. Just reflect on your day a little bit. Or you could read. I recommend like poetry or I love looking through my design magazines. You could read fiction. Uh, nighttime, it's a good time to put the business books, the learning books. I know I love all that stuff too. The educational books though, I think put those on the shelf because we want our mind to relax and unwind and just not have anything else taking up space as we're preparing for our deep sleep. And if you are finding that you have a hard time sleeping, keep in mind, what have you done in that day? Like, have you gotten the exercise? Have you gotten the worries out of your mind? All of these things do help to consider. But if you really need to really relax, you can always add some magnesium powder to your water and that helps relax your muscles. If you are tossing and turning, um, if you can't sleep, I recommend get up, get out of bed, even just for a few moments, like walk out of the room, maybe head into the kitchen, drink a nice glass of milk, or go outside and just look up, look up at the stars or the moon. I love doing that if I can't sleep, just getting outside, it's cooler outside, looking up tapping into nature a little bit and then nine times out of ten when I go back to my bed I can fall asleep it's just instead of thinking I can't sleep I can't sleep shift shift your energy it's all about shifting your energy and try to give yourself those seven to nine hours that we all need we all need it some people say they don't but I'm pretty sure science is right in that, that we really do need our sleep. We're so much better with it. And all of these things I've mentioned, they may sound like, well, that's just a little too much. Like you don't need all of that. But I'm telling you, all of these things really do help. I'll tell you a quick story. Uh, this Christmas, me and my boyfriend spent the night at my family home as we always do. And I crawled into the bed. It was a hide-a-bed. It had springs sticking up in it. And I thought, oh my goodness, this is not like, I know I'm not going to sleep good. I was a little bit worried about, oh no, I'm going to wake up on Christmas morning. I'm going to feel haggard because I'm not going to sleep well. Like I had it in my mind. But there were few things going for me. One thing was that the bed was in the basement so it was cool and dark and I got into that bed and I'm used to a king-size bed as well me and my boyfriend like we're both really quite tall so we're used to a king at home and this was like a double so in my mind I was thinking oh it's gonna be terrible it's not gonna be good but I crawled into the bed and the minute I pulled the duvet up to my face I just felt so relaxed there was like a scent of essential oils or something on the bed linens and I just felt so calm and so relaxed and I fell asleep and I slept lovely and the next morning over coffee my mother she said how did you sleep and I said it's crazy I didn't think I would sleep well but I slept really good I slept I felt so deeply relaxed the minute I got into bed 
And she said, did you notice I put lavender oil on your pillow? And I thought, that's what it was. Like, it's those little details. It's all of those little details. So find what works for you. Commit to a space that feels really good. Commit to allowing yourself that unwinding, that wind down routine at night. And just ask people about the tricks that they've found that work. Find things that work for you. And then my last little tip I just want to say is it's something that I was told by my mom who was told by a friend of hers who has children. And she said, every time I tuck my children in bed, I tell them, good night and think about all of the people who love you. And I just thought that was super healing and super beautiful. And I started doing that in my own life. And it's a really nice thing to do right before drifting off. Think of all of the people that love you. And then you can think about all of the people you love as well. And I wanted to read you in closing a few words from my Sleep Affirmations book by Jennifer Williamson. So always a good idea to have things that help you get into that mindset. So in closing, I'll read you a few. I'm just going to open up to a random page. I'll read three, three of them. All right. So the first one, so you can either read if you have a sleep affirmation book, you can either read the same affirmation a few times or write out the same affirmation a few times to really get into that. Or you can just simply browse through the book, whatever feels good. I am wholly loving. When I need assistance in letting go, love comes to my side. At my core, love is all I know. The essence of who I am holds no pain inside. I am free and at peace. I fall asleep easily tonight because love runs my life. Sleep empowers me. In my stillness, I am strengthened. Every waking dream basks in possibility while I sleep. Restorative energy works its way through every part of me. I honor the transition from thought to peace. I am ready to be filled up again. I accept the gift of a refreshed mind. My mind slows. Mercy is delivered to every unconscious shadow. The cobwebs are cleared. The confusion enlightened. It's all sifted through for me, but not by me. I extend an invitation to sleep, asking for a little grace inside my head. So that's it for me today. I hope you loved it. I hope you found some things that helped you. And as you drift off to sleep later tonight, 
Just take a deep breath in of pure gratitude for all of the blessings you have in your life right now. Good night. Sleep tight. Can't wait to see you next week. And before I go, thank you, thank you, thank you for all of the reviews on iTunes, all of the sweet messages I've been getting about this podcast. It really, really warms my heart and I'm just so grateful that these are helping you and that there are people listening. (laughs) Okay, till next time, sending so much love and comfort your way. Bye. If you'd like to help me grow, leave me a rating on whatever platform you're listening to or share it with someone who needs it. And you can find me at thegoddessgatherings.ca. This podcast was produced by Tosh Taylor of the Podcast Hub Productions. Find her online at podcasthub.ca.